Well, you could play with it and figure out the the ratio and oh, the measurements. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna play with it. Oh, I bet Don't you. Don't you worry about that, <laughs> sweetie. And I will report the measurements, my dear. I might inflate the numbers a little, but I'll still get them to you. Podcast is in the house. My name is Darian. I am back with another crap ton of horror news, reviews, and other fucking nonsense for you this week. Just because I love you, I brought you Miss Monica. I'm here. She's here, at least for now. Buddy is also in the house. Yo, what's up? It's the whole posse. We are all here. The whole Compton posse is in the house. Yeah. Yeah. For now, anyway. Uh Right? (laughs) Monica, what's up with you, baby? We'll see if we make it to the show. You know, make it through it. Well, probably not. (laughs) Probably. We're going to have some casualties. It happens all the time. Right? Monica, what's up with you, kiddo? Nothing. Just tired. Me too. It's the fucking heat. It is. It's so disgusting. Dude. I like I haven't ran in, I ran for the first time today in like five days. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure I broke triple digits with the temperature. <sighs> Fucking I'm done. I'm done. I didn't I, even. Run. I ran. I only ran like six miles. I didn't run that far. I've it was had to like, yeah, I've had like a migraine too since Saturday. Yeah. And this heat just isn't helping it, it either. We're I, we're all dehydrated. It's, I what just, it is. I'm mm-hmm. sick of it. I'm sick of it too. I'm ready, I'm for, ready fall. for Alaska. Yeah. I don't know about. I don't know about <laughs> that. Yeah. No. I don't want that. Yeah. When have I ever said that? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. As long as I can I bring think, a tanning bed. I was gonna say I don't think you'll get much of a tan over there. Yeah. That's. You've already got the fucking sled dogs. Yeah. You're good in a working bag. Yeah. Was it like the weekend before I skipped tanning altogether? I was like, I am not going outside. Whoa. And then Sunday. What did you do with Who the fuck is this in my house? Yeah. On Sunday, I I went out as early as um, 1030. And by 12 o'clock, I was like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Goodbye, son. It's too hot, man. It's too hot. It's too hot. You can't drink enough water to stay high it just runs right through you mm-hmm. yeah oh, or you shit. just gain water weight yeah and then that just makes you uh, bloated and yeah pissy. and swollen it makes me uh, irritable too right? yeah exactly all the time. when your ankles don't even look you have like cankles. Ankles. Yeah. Oh, cankles yeah give me cankles I oh, know who, who wants that very irritating <laughs> forget, <it>. forget <laughs> about it sounds terrible no <laughs> stay inside play video games don't get cankles don't Agreed. get cankles Buddy, what's up with you, big dog? Uh, you know, working. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned about the whole headache thing because there was actually two or three days I was like, "Whoa!" I wake up, I'm like, "What the hell?" I never get headaches. So You're, an I was getting... <laughs> You're an alcoholic. You're an alcoholic. What that is? <laughs> it's yeah. awful, huh? Yeah, yeah it is. 
It's dehydration, dude. Yeah. I'm not, I know I'm not drinking enough water. Yeah, I, I know the last few days I've been really pounding down the water, and, and yeah, my headaches went away, but I was like, man, this really sucks. Yeah, dude. This fucking heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of hot, hot heat, we got a fucking show to get into here, you maniacs. We got horror news, listener mail, fucking movies to talk about. Why don't we start things off with a little horror news? Oh, yeah. Miss Monica brought her book. She's chomping at the bit, ready to go with horror news. Oh, yeah, I sure am. Here she comes, firing on all cylinders. <laughs> horror news. Take your best shot, Snow White. Uh, well, I did scroll through all the horror news, and the only thing I found that was worth uh, like even discussing yeah. was, so in December, we discussed Firestarter. Yes. And mm. it is definitely on, and they are going to start filming at the end of this year. I think we were Ooh. talking about a series. Or was, it a, was it a movie or a this series? This is going to be a movie. Oh, okay. Oh, and yeah. the, it's gender flip, right? I didn't it's gonna be read a little that. boy firestarter. Yeah, I little... didn't read that. Oh, okay. I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I personally, I don't care. He said that. Um, oh, you probably know the guy who's doing the movie, uh, Keith something. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. But he um, said it's going to be gory. Okay. Gory, gory, gory. I need to revisit. Oh, I like that. So once I saw gory, 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 I was like, you better make it gory. I kind of. It better be rated R. I'm sure it will be. I hope so. I kind of get a little freaked out when I see people getting burned alive. Really? Yeah, Yeah, it kind of freaks me out. Uh, That'd uh, be a horrible way to go. The Hills Have Eyes, Mm -hmm. uh, Silent Hill. Um, Yeah. There's this movie called The Naked Prey. Have you guys ever heard of that? Mm, It sounds familiar. Uh, Like a group of safari hunters go to Africa and they piss off the tribesmen. So they like capture them and torture them. And one of the, one of the guides gets like baked into a clay pot and then spit roasted. Damn. Alive, which is even worse. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty, I don't know. It just fucks with, fucks me up seeing that. And I saw some video where some dude was like getting gas and, uh, had oh, I some, saw that saw, too. saw the other guy and then he's like pouring gasoline on himself and then he just decides to light himself on fire right there at the gas pump. The other dude like bumped him. He's like, what the fuck? And then the guy's like running around. No, the other guy set the fire. So the, the other guy, guy did? Yeah, oh, I, I thought, I I thought he set his own. I understand it. Like, so one guy douses himself in gasoline. Yeah. And then the other guy dude, walks up and just goes. Lights him on fire. Yeah, pulls out a lighter. <laughs> well, I feel like that's... <laughs> I mean, that's, If you're going to do that, you know, I guess... That's just go clearly on. the next step in the process, <laughs> yeah. right? Here, let me help you out. Let me give you a light. You're not dousing yourself in gasoline because you're afraid you're covered in fire ants or something like that. <laughs> right. You're about to light yourself on fire. Yeah. Yeah, he was like pouring it all over his head and stuff. Oh, man. Okay. Normal. All right. Oh. Yeah, it's Keith Thomas. That name sounds familiar. He's hmm. going to be directing the reboot. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. But, um, yeah, it doesn't say anything about who the child is yet. Okay. I hope it's mm. the I hope it's the little girl from Hereditary just to piss you off. <laughs> then I won't even watch it. Just to piss you off. Oh my god. <laughs> fire started those eyebrows. Oh, she's yeah, I'll early. show up on the set. Did she already light herself on fire? Is <laughs> yeah. that what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really great costume, makeup, whatever. <laughs> All right, buddy, you got anything? 
Yeah, Paul W.S. Anderson is developing a mimic television series for Miramax. Why? I don't know. Really? The, I, I'm assuming we're talking about... Oh, no, I'm thinking of Species. Mimic wasn't that bad. Yeah, Mimic wasn't that bad. That so, one was with the sweetie pie in it. Uh, Mira Serena. Yes, yeah. I yes. love her. Me too. Yeah, so this uh, Mimic revolves around genetically engineered insects who evolve, developing the ability to mimic their human prey and the race to stop them from taking over. So, hmm. yeah. I'm Look forward to that coming out. Is she going to star in it? Uh, does not say. Mm. Wouldn't surprise me. She's not doing the, anything Yeah, right they now. should give it to her. Yeah. Yeah. Unless this is like a sci-fi original thing. Yeah, it's tough to tell because Del Toro's you know, was movie was followed by two uh, you, two sequels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the first one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. After that, it just kind of went into like survival mm. horror land, which is all right. Yeah. Kind of predictable. And uh, good news for you. Funko previews, oh, Ben. God. Brand new wave of treehouse horror vinyl toys coming this Halloween. In fact, toys include Grim Reaper Homer, Zombie Bart, Devil <laughs> Flanders, Witch Marge, and Vampire Krusty. There's even a Space Bart with Chest Burster Maggie in the mix. Hot Topics, Box Lunch, and GameStop exclusives will also be available. Pre-order through Amazon for early October delivery. I just got rid of a bunch of crap in this room. <laughs> I'm not going to restock it. I decided. <laughs> not with Funko. Not with, I, I might put something there, in here. There's a lot of empty walls. I know, and I'd like to keep it that way. <laughs> if I'm gonna, I'll put up American Horror Story stuff or something, but not Funko. <laughs> right? You fucker. I'm pretty sure this next one, I'm probably going to take one of your stories. All right. Sarah Paulson will direct an episode of FX Hulu's spinoff series, American Horror Stories. I'm into that. Yeah. Like uh, that. It was announced earlier this year um and also ryan murphy created spinoff series will feature one hour contained episodes and we've learned that ahs regular sarah paulson will find herself in the director's chair okay yeah why not um that's about I think it angela bassett did a couple of uh uh episodes of the regular american horror story mm-hmm. so that's fine yeah. yeah get in there yeah that's all i got what do you got hey now do you remember our friends over at Bright Light Media? <clears throat> Do I? Uh, developers and creators of a board game called The Mixtape Massacre. Yeah. They've got a new board game they just announced. I didn't get, they haven't put any details out other than it's going to hit Kickstarter next year. The title of the game is Float. Ooh, I wonder and if it's, it's going to be a Pennywise. Some, no, it's some kind of an aquatic horror survival oh, game. Oh, okay. So I'm excited for that. Uh, no details yet or dates for the Kickstarter other mm. than 2021. Something to look forward to. Nice. Mm. Horror comedy anthology Dark Ditties is now streaming on Amazon Prime. Huh. Anybody get a chance to check that one out yet? Mm-hmm. Dark Ditties? Dark Ditties. Nope. Haven't heard, seen that one. Me neither. But I could think of an awesome porno spoof. <laughs> That would have probably involved it. To never mind. <laughs> just, just never mind. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's how I get myself in trouble. Uh, looks like Courtney Cox is confirmed to reprise her role of Gail Weathers in the new upcoming Scream movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. She's going to look... Way younger, different. <laughs> yeah, younger than she was in the movie. Well, probably. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I'm kind of over the screams. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably check it out eventually, but... I, I like the first one when it came out. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. That After that, it. it was just rinse and repeat, really. Yeah. And that part four was really dumb. 
Yeah. I mean, it had Hayden Penitary in it, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, her. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, stop it with your moaning and groaning, Monica. Man, she's a hottie. I fucking hate her. What's she really? don't like her? She's a crazy bitch. She's married to Vladimir Klitschko. They were married. Oh, they're not married anymore? No, she's so fucking... Oh, I don't oh, even get me started. Okay. All right, let's see now. Hands are up but, in the air. Okay, so they had a baby together. Okay. And uh-huh. then she claimed this postpartum depression that's a thing yeah yeah i know it's a thing but then she had to get divorced and then she kind of had to just give the baby to him because she couldn't deal with it and now she's with some new dude who's like beat her a couple times oh yeah they've made the paper as like brawling and stuff and he's been arrested and i'm like you know what bitch you're a real winner aren't you dude i if if your (laughs) ex-husband is vladimir klitschko I'm not going to... I will eat your box anytime you want me to. Whatever I got to do to keep you happy. Yeah, you know she's what I'm saying? crazy right? now. I like that. <laughs> I kind of like that, actually. I mean, <laughs> I can't be messing around with Klitschko's ex-wife. Yeah, but yeah exactly. Totally yeah. Well, that's just... <laughs> well, I don't know what she looks like now, but man, I know she back was in Heroes... quite woo. something to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like Bruce Campbell will be voicing Richard Nixon in the upcoming dark comedy thriller 18 and a Half. Oh, yeah? That'd be pretty entertaining. No idea what that's about. I assume it's some kind of an animated no. thing if he's doing voice acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, lastly, I'm kind of excited for this. Bloody Disgusting is part- partnering with Cinedime to launch a free streaming horror network this Halloween. Oh. Oh. So that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. I think. I hope. I hope, yeah. Yeah. It's going to have all the... Uh, 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 bloody disgusting content on there all the their original movies mm-hmm. so that's something to look forward to very cool wow okay hopefully it stays free right you know what I mean because that's something they like to do they say well it's totally free uh, for three months and then you gotta pay us 20 bucks a month yeah. right well some there shit was like that. Um, something I a channel I found on the Roku yeah that was like endless horror movies and it's free and i was like what is this channel what channel is this i'll look it up and see what my last search okay chances are i've already got it her last search you mean one of the last few searches uh (laughs) yeah i might have forgotten already (laughs) let's look at the roku searches not the other searches on your browser there baby doll (laughs) speaking of dark ditties (laughs) (laughs) all right so we got on the horror news you maniacs you guys ready for some listener mail oh yeah all right Listener mail. Mm-hmm. Why don't we start things off with an email all the way from uh, Sydney, Australia. Here comes Tim. Hi, Tim. He comes from a land down under. Subject line, I hope this doesn't get ignored. Uh-oh. Oh. Did I miss an email Uh-oh. last week? I think he must have mm-hmm. got jumped. Oh, man. That te- technically is a good thing in a weird way. Because oh, yeah? people only get... So I noticed people only get sent to the junk folder when we have a lot of uh, uh, listener mail. <laughs> well, we only have like one or two. Nobody gets junked. Huh. So I guess yeah. it's a good thing. I'm sorry it happened to Tim, but uh, yeah, here we go. Hope this doesn't get ignored. Hey guys, I hope this email makes it this week and doesn't it get ignored like last week's email, Darian. Oh man! Thank you to everyone who voted for Bruce last week. I didn't see that coming. I'm voting for Stay Puff Marshmallow Man this week. <laughs> All right. Okay, <laughs> that's uh, two more for the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. 
Uh, Monica, who do you think would win in a fight between Mothra and the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? I'm not asking for logic. <laughs> I'm not asking for, like, facts. Or I'm not even going to ask you to argue your point. Well, I think if the Marshmallow Man, like leaked had some leakage issue or maybe oh my like, goodness, you know <laughs> squirted some <laughs> some white stuff yeah, yeah yeah i'm gonna take him okay yeah he is a sailor after all mm. okay thanks for uh writing in tim let's get over to uh yeah tim up washington <laughs> pew that's what i said pew up <laughs> Every time you correct me, I'm going to say it every. I'm going to say it worse. So you do it next week. I'm going to add a Q or a Z in there somewhere. loop. <laughs> Here comes Connie. Subject line: Terradome. Hey there, padded room. I wasn't able to catch any of the movies this week, but wanted to get in a vote for the Terradome. Mm. Mothra versus the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. See, I got it correct this week. Mothra would toast the Marshmallow Man. Literally, put my vote in for her. Until right. next week, because I love hearing you trip over yourself trying to pronounce Piyuyali up. <laughs> Stay safe and healthy, Connie. <laughs> hey, thanks, Connie. Thanks, Connie. That's two Thank for Mothra. Hmm. Uh, let's get down to Bakersfield, California. Did we say Bakersfield or Burbank? Bakersfield. Bakersfield. Bakersfield with our main man, Tony. Hey Tony. Subject line: Darian owes me three ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tony, I got saved. Uh, how, you oh, got really? saved? How that from, happened? By who? But Ness sent me. The oh, we sent. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. Last time, last time I tried to get, I tried to download something off the pirate ship and email it to somebody. Uh huh. They, the person I emailed it to, got one of those letters of, uh, "Hey, you tried to uh, download." A oh, I ignore that letter. You just bypass it. I don't know, man. I I never got the letter, and I'm the one oh, that didn't I've download seen, it. Like Spectrum, like send me something. Like, hey, you're doing illegal active. Fuck yeah. you, Spectrum. You just tell them to fuck off. And yeah, that's it. I just ignore it. They don't threat. They never. Every time I, the person that got the letter said they threatened to shut off her cable. Mm. They do that. I mean, they threaten you. But they, they never actually show no. up. Wow. If you do that, I'll go to Dish Network. Monica, Fuck you. Look at the balls on Monica. Oh, wow. Whatever. She's a fucking outlaw <laughs> over here. <laughs> Greetings, padded room. Darian, you are one inconsiderate micropenis. <laughs> How dare you pick a movie that isn't streaming anywhere and you're impossible to find in the pirate water. Right. Do you think we all have the disposable income of a podcaster? Are you lucky... You are lucky there are plenty of boobs and goblin penis. Otherwise, I might have to start a movement where Buddy becomes the host. Hey, <laughs> that would be fucking phenomenal, Tony. <laughs> if I could actually get a week or two off, that would be fu- that would be tits. Monica moves to Buddy's seat, and you become Monica and have to start sleeping with homeless dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're already on your way there. Uh, you know. <laughs> I've been wanting to get out more. That's right. <laughs> Mexico Barbaro was okay, I guess. It wasn't worth three ninety nine, but it was fine. The one thing that really bothered me was that there was no concept of time in the movie. Most of the directors had scenes of what appears to be vast amounts of time moving forward for no reason. Some of the stories had real pacing issues too, but they were all short enough so that it wasn't a real issue for me. Now I have some assorted questions. Do you think that 
Do you think that if the guy had made the ghost orgasm, that she would have let him leave with the, the gold? I mean, he already had his red wings. Might as well, might as well. He at least tried. That's a, that's a very I, good question. That's, that's a valid point. But that begs a bigger question of: Can a ghost orgasm? Number one. Number two. Why was she bleeding from the head during the uh, cunnilingus? I know, right? <laughs> uh, and number three. I don't think she was prepared to let him leave the cunnilingus. She may have liked it too much. She may have, she may have suffocated him or yeah. shoved him in there. I don't know. Or said, "No, I like this. You ain't leaving." I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, she was hot. I'll stay. Yeah, yeah. I'll hang. You well, know what I mean, you know, until you know they actually really showed her. Well, you once she went full dead eye. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna have to discuss that. Me yeah. and my, my ghost friend. <laughs> I'll, I'll hang and I'll eat your box, babe. But you got to put the dead eye stuff away. Mm-hmm. Uh, what could have possibly been the been in the joint to make that girl think she was going to get her soul sucked out her anus? And where can I get some? <laughs> right. I thought he was just going to suck the blood out of her asshole. Or what was it? Her no, soul? it was her soul. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, she had to get the blood from her, her sister. sister's from her sister's <laughs> cooter. Yeah. Uh, or or get the I guess get the soul sucked soul out, sucked out, of, her out of her anus. Yeah. I don't know, Which you man. saw at the very end. I, but that did have uh, a dead guy getting poked with a stick. And I'm a huge fan of that. Monica, <laughs> in reference to the goblin story, is that what a homeless guy's penis looks like? <laughs> How would I know? You don't have to answer that. I, I've never slept with a homeless But you person. did technically date one. At some point, or at least go on a road trip with one. I did go on a road trip with one. Okay, we're going to leave it at that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The last isn't a question, but a statement. I'm totally on board with Day of the Dead strippers. I agree. And that uh, segment actually made me go to X videos and see if I could find some Day of the Dead porn. I could not. For the Terra Dome, I'm taking the Marshmallow Man for one reason only. Both cooked and uncooked marshmallows taste better than moths. I will take your word for that, Tony. Uh, I didn't particularly care for Maggie. There are movies that I don't watch for one reason or another. Movies about watching your child slowly perish to a terminal disease is one of them. This that was this mass what that was this mass by zombies. I want to see Arnold go Arnold on some zombies. Anyway, until next time, Tony. P.S. It appears that Mexico Barbaro may be available to stream on Shutter. If that is indeed the fact, mm-hmm. I would like to apologize for nothing. Okay then. No, they're advertising that you can watch it on Shutter, but it's not on it's there. It's not on there. Mm-hmm. I looked. I looked all. I had to spend the three ninety nine too, Tony. If that makes you feel any better, uh, let's get over to right here in Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy, cowboy baby. Mm. Subject line: Terradome and peppers. Yeah. Evening, padding, padded room. I hope everyone is doing well. I'll kick off with my Terradome picks between Mothra and Stay Puff. Tactically, I would give it to Mothra for obvious reasons, but with the lizard buttholes last week, a.k.a. <laughs> Thanos slash Ant-Man theory, I'm giving my vote for the big, the big man Stay Puff. Mothra might light him up and melt him a bit, but get stuck when getting close for a marshmallow bear hug, and it's all sweet, crushing gooeyness. Hmm. Two more for the marshmallow man. Right on. And Darian... For all you saying that you're not a writer, I think your tarot matches are always entertaining to listen to. Well, thank you very much, uh, Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's gone back into the archives of the padded room. <laughs> uh, you don't want to do that there, Cowboy. I'll tell you right now. Uh, what are we on? 437? I wouldn't go past, like, 
four thirty five. I think is a, a good starting point. <laughs> we'll that, that's, about as, that, huh? that's about as far as you want to go. Uh, as requested, the link for the peppers. Oh, he got a link here for those peppers. Nice. Uh, flatironpepper.com. Mm. I've enjoyed putting them on just about everything already. With doing my homework still, did you all did you all the way back and listen to episode one? Oh, don't Ooh. do that. Don't do that, cowboy, and many others. To answer a question that gets brought up a lot, why would they do that? Yeah, why, <laughs> why would you do that? Don't do that. <laughs> right? Based on the included chart, the answer is simply people in horror movies are stupid, especially white suburban families. See example one, Poltergeist. I like forward to starting my day tomorrow with your shenanigans. Well, thank you very much, cowboy. Nice. Uh, he's got a couple of, uh, oh, he's got some, some graphics here. All right. Uh, what people do when there's a noise downstairs in a horror movie? Uh, go downstairs and make a lot of noise. There's a little pie pie chart. Oh, that. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah very <laughs> nice. Uh, people in horror movies be like death, and then he's running that way. <laughs> right. I'm gonna post these to the Facebook page, That's there, awesome. cowboy. That's good stuff right there. Surprise! There's not a poke it with a stick one in there. There's fucking well should be <laughs> right. Poke it with a stick, cowboy. It's what you do. <laughs> All right, we got some goddamn uh, voicemails here. Let me just get set up for this. Voicemail time. Let's start things off in beautiful Southern California with Miss Monica's not homeless pod boyfriend. Bing. Mr. Tom Hardy. <laughs> hey, Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Padded room, how's my favorite degenerates this week? So far, so good. Hope everyone is doing well and hope everybody is there. Oh, yeah. Hey, I wanted to call in real quick, get on that uh, terror dome there. What do you think, man? You know, uh, I think uh, Darian actually nailed this one last week. You know, what? what is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man ever done or can do? Nothing, really. Um, Squirt. Yeah, he's big, but he's just, he's a freaking marshmallow. Yeah. You know, I feel like, uh, I feel like if he stepped on, like, a car or something like that, then the marshmallow would just deform to the shape of a car, and then he, he takes his foot off of it, his marshmallow <laughs> foot regains, the, but it doesn't crush the car, you know? Just, right. uh, you are going to want to get it washed after. So I can see the Mothra, like, uh, <laughs> using his uh, wingspan, creating some, like, wind gust and causing him to fall back on some electrical lines or whatever nonsense, but uh, I'm going to go with Mothra on this one. Oh, okay. I think, uh, Mothra is on. You got it, man. Uh, also, um, on the uh, educating, uh, I guess, educating Darian this week. Uh, yeah. Man, are you from beyond? Oh, he got me. Oh, wow. And I'm picking up on these again. <laughs> Great flip from beyond, man. It's been a while since I've seen it, but uh, whew, was that... Uh, was that Barbara Crampton? It was. In that uh, yes, letter yeah. corset get-up thing? She oh, gets boy. down. That, that took a young Tom Hardy into a special place. <laughs> oh, yeah. A young Darian went with him. You, what are you looking at, department? Um, I think I've mentioned before, sometimes, you know, just time-wise, I kind of base my flicks on uh, how long they are. You know, I just mm-hmm. don't have a lot of time. Like, ah, oh, you know what, I can fit this one in. This one's uh, 80-some minutes, and... I know that's not always the best way to pick a flick. Uh, sometimes it works out like Murder Party, and sure. sometimes it backfires. Mm-hmm. This time it did indeed backfire. Oh, shit. Uh, you might be looking at this flick, uh, Dead Con, on uh, Netflix and being like, yeah, maybe that, you know, a little quick flick there. Maybe that'll be all right. Sure. Bad fucking news, this flick, man. Stay away from this bullshit. Oh. For one thing, 
Uh, the, I think you just picked it's got one of these things therapy. that I fucking hate the most about like flicks like this. Yeah. Oh shit. God damn it. Did like all the characters look the same. Oh great. So you know you're watching this chick and she's like you know with her boyfriend and then well wait a second that's that chick now nah, she's she's fucking his boyfriend no I think it's the same chick and it's just like all confusing because everybody looks the same nobody is particularly uh interesting to where it's like oh no that's that's a fucking rock star or whatever i have the stupidest thing ever there's like three main girls running around they all look the fucking same you know female you know about the same height uh, dark hair little past shoulder length and then they gp gp this may come across as a little racist but i have the same problem a lot of the times with japanese movies and I'm not saying all Japanese people look the same, but when it involves what? Japanese teen, oh, when it involves Japanese teenagers, they're all wearing their school outfits, and they do look exactly the same. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe one of them will have be wearing glasses, and then that's the only I way I can distinguish. I think you have it wrong. No, yeah. Yeah. What do I have wrong? It's the the Chinese girls, schoolgirls that all look alike. What Japanese? And sing yeah. bubblegum songs. And the Japanese <laughs> are more. Uh, Huh. They're better looking. Um, I I don't. I'm going to disagree with you on that. Oh, I, I, what? Okay, we're going to throw down Japanese here. versus Chinese. Yes. Oh, dude. Let me. Let me. I'm, I'm going to show. I'm, I'm gonna, not going to make a racist comment on an air. Uh, me neither. I'll probably get in trouble. <laughs> but I am going to send you uh, to some links of some of my favorite <laughs> porno clips. Oh, of course, porn. <laughs> Because that's how they all look. Uh, <laughs> I mean, from the from the neck down. Anyway. G motherfucking P. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah. All right. Sorry. I guess I've been droning on a bit. But oh, it's all yeah, good. Yeah, these girls—they all look the same, and it's like they're all supposed to be like media influencers or whatever mm-hmm. on the uh, the Insta pages or the Facebooks or whatever. But they all look the same, and okay. then they have this one chick come in. She's there. For, I swear for like. 15 seconds she's got blonde hair and she's got this crazy ass like green makeup and you're like well that bitch there i don't even i never see her the rest of the movie but i know who she is because she's <laughs> totally different from everybody else and then the rest of the flick just isn't it's just boring it's not not good there is one positive to the flick okay um and that's the at the beginning it has a very 80s soundtrack nice and it totally drug me and had that like synthesizer i was like dude i'm watching this this was gonna rock i can just tell it's wrong got this totally 80s synthesizer music and man this is gonna be no total fucking letdown dead con stay away from that flick that's um but one other thing i'm surprised i'm droning on here a bit but uh, how do you guys feel because like it's a bad movie Mm -hmm. but you know these yahoos didn't go out and set out to make a bad flick. They just made a bad fucking movie, mm-hmm. you know? The actors, actresses, director, and all that, they, they went in, they did their best with what they had or the, what the script gave them or what the budget provided. But I kind of, it's like sometimes I feel bad shitting on these flicks because generally it's like, you know, the writer, director, producer, and maybe even, you know, one of the co-stars of the flick is the same person Mm -hmm. and you can tell like hey this dude wanted to make a flick hey for fuck's sake he did make a flick Mm -hmm. even if it turned out you know a little shitty or whatever 
um, or, you know, not as good, or maybe, you know, he ran into his own limitations or budgets or whatever. I just sometimes I feel bad because, hey, at least the guy went out there and fucking did it, you know? Mm -hmm. At least he did something. Yeah. But then I see something like, um, like alone, or never hike alone. And you can see that there's no money in that. There's no budget to that. I mean, maybe a little here and there, but they they do a great job. And Mm -hmm. you're like, fuck, man, how come this guy can do so much with little? And then I I just kind of feel bad, like I said, shitting on something that's probably somebody's passion project or what have you. Anyway, I've droned on long enough. Nonsense. Totally looking forward for the uh, lizard butthole challenge. (laughs) I guess you'll be doing that on the YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I ain't going to participate, but I'll be watching. Oh, come on now. (laughs) Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. (laughs) Bye. Thanks, Tom Hardy. I get that, man. And I mean, I try not to fucking shit on movies because mm-hmm. I mean every other horror podcast will do that and they'll just they'll just make fun of the fucking movie and take a big fat dump on it and use it for cannon fodder and a couple of things number one whatever I may feel about the movie I know that there's somebody out there that really liked it and if they happen to be listening um, I'm basically taking a fat shit on them yeah. which sucks because I've had that I've listened to other horror podcasts and they'll They'll take they'll take a look at one of my uh, movies that I didn't that I really liked, but uh, nobody else did, or even some that uh, a lot of people like, but they did like a Halloween three or something like that. Right, and they'll just take a fat shit all over it, and it's like, well, fuck you too, man. Yeah, like Sharknado, you know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not my gig, but I understand I, I, people dig it. That's fine. Well, Sharknado could be a better movie if it had good actors in Tara it. Tara Reid's in that one. I mean, well, I mean, really, the whole cast is just ridiculous. It's supposed to be, though. Mm-hmm. David Hasselhoff, for Christ's sakes. Come on. Come on, man. But, I mean, I get what you're saying, too, Tom Hardy, because, you know, they put the effort in. And the three of us have made a movie, and we know what it's like. It's a lot of work. And, you know, sometimes the, the vision that you have doesn't necessarily translate to the screen the way you want it to. Maybe it's because of... Uh, People backing out last minute or effects not coming together the way you thought they would or, you know, just some of the, the, the fires that we had to put out making our fucking movie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes it just falls apart. Sometimes studios get involved mm-hmm. and they want a bunch of, they want to make their own changes. They end up taking a shit all over your movie and then you're like, Making well, it worse too sometimes. Yeah, well, this mm-hmm. isn't what I wanted. This is a mm-hmm. bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying there, Tom Hardy. Yeah. But now we got to get down to funky Alabama with the uh, Prince of Darkness of people that call into the podcast. It's Alan. Cha-cha. (laughs) Cha-cha. Hey, Patty Graham, what's up? It's Alan. Hey, Alan. Uh, Terry Dome, Mothra. Um, I had an idea what Darian was. That sounds real familiar but they don't count. <laughs> um, damn, I forgot. Anyway, hope everybody's doing good. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Beautiful. Bye. Thanks for calling in, Alan. Thanks, Locked Alan. in with Mothra. Uh, Tom Hardy nailed me. It was from beyond. I'm sure Bye. you're kicking yourself in the ass over that one right now. Uh, let's get over to beautiful Salt Lake City. Here comes the ambassador of the paranormal, the Padded Room Podcast. It's Troy. Hey, Troy! Troy. Hey, what's up? <clears throat> it's Troy, and uh, just going in. I don't have COVID. It's dry throat. It's okay. Hot. It's hot. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, 
I call for the Terradome. What do you got? And uh, how about I'll uh, just take the Marshmallow Man. <laughs> and, and I can't remember all who was fighting, but uh, okay. that's all I remember. Um, anyway, it's South Movies. There's uh, really one that you probably like. Cool. Called Ghosts of War. Um, World War Two. It's like some witchcraft thing in it. It's pretty cool. I like that. Cool. Check it out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, one called Host. I saw that one too. Kind of paranoid, you know, like the same thing as like paranormal activity, you know, with the using laptops. Yes. You know, to. I really like that. Film what's going on, kind of funny to me, you know, when they do the first person type thing or found footage or whatever. But cool effects in it. Not too bad, but not that great, but it's all right. Um, another thing I was watching The Exorcist and I don't know if you heard this or not but there was I think it might have been on that um, Cursed Films or something like that where it was uh, oh yeah about there was an actual serial killer that was an extra in the scene yes so every time true. I see that I'm like I teach a killer yeah man <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so anyway I didn't know if you knew that that's a little tidbit of information Anyway, I'm probably going to keep it here. I'm going to call in and tell you about uh, Ogden, Utah. Uh, I went on an investigation there in January. Nice. And, uh, and previous other things I've been on there, too. But uh, I'll get right. back. Very cool. Awesome. Okay. Did you guys get a chance to check out that series on Shutter, Cursed Films? Mm-mm. No? I'm going to say no. No. So it's ba- it's a. I watched a different one. It's a series on Shutter, and it's like different movies that are believed to be cursed, and mm-hmm. like the whole backstory behind it and all that. Uh, they did an episode on The Exorcist, The Crow. Did they do one on the Poltergeist one? I think yes. I think I seen this before. And they did um, Twilight they, Zone movie. Yeah, they talked about all of the weird things that yeah. were happening. Yeah. So the scene that Troy's talking about in The Exorcist is when Reagan gets checked into the hospital. Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, she's there, and they're like setting her up for, I think, a CAT scan or an MRI or CAT something. CAT scan, yeah. And uh, there's the doctor that's talking to to uh-huh. Reagan's mom, and just behind him is a guy playing like a X-ray tech or something like that. Hmm. Oh, okay. That dude was actually he actually was an X-ray tech, and he just happened to be at the hospital that day, uh-huh. so they just kind of stuck him in there. But shortly after filming, he went on like a killing spree in Greenwich Village. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was pretty huh. nuts. Very interesting. Yeah, buddy. Damn. Think about that next time you're watching The Exorcist. Are you going to go on a killing spree in Greenwich Village? Killing spree! So oh, you're freaking me out already. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Troy called back. All right. Hey, hey. It's me. Anyway, yeah. tell you about that. A uh, town up north of Salt Lake called Ogden, Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a lot of history there. There's a lot of dregs of society that were there at the turn of the century. Oh. Hmm. Uh, you got the Transcontinental Railroad there. You had a little bit of everything from using uh, black slavery, Chinese slavery, Irish slavery, everybody putting together that you want a nice railroad. Yeah. Slavery. That's where a lot of the Golden Spike comes through. Oh. Hmm. Anyway, they got a place little uh, part of the town, historical part of the town, right there by the where the railroads are and everything. And it's called 25th Street, or they call it 2-Bit Street. Hmm. It's kind of like having, uh, I don't know, say Virginia City, a little bit turn of the century, you know, the 20th century. You know, it's not, you know, yeah, right, you know it's, a tour, it's a tourist trap, from the sounds of it. Um, you know, same 
activities, kind of reinventing the whole, you know, um, industrial whatnot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, fun. but then they Steam have a lot kind of underground mm-hmm. tunnels down there, kind of like the Shanghai tunnels. Oh. They were exporting, importing drugs, alcohol, prostitution, trafficking, everything wow. under the sun. Anything from to evade the police, everything like that. Um, wow. And uh, Al Capone even went there and did some shady shit, and he even thought that was too rough for him. Never went there again. Damn. He ended up hmm. in Alcatraz. Um, but, uh, I don't know where that's documented, but a lot of people say that um, that he was there. Hmm. Anyway, uh, been on a few, been under that underground, and a lot of that um, businesses there are, are uh, kind of close together, like old hotels, mm-hmm. um, bars now, um, you know, anything that sells boutique stuff. You know, the, you know the whole norm. Hmm. kind of thing but underground there's all that whole underground that's all separated by stones and wood and everything and uh so anyway a lot of crazy stuff but anyway i'll get back and i'm about ready to get gp'd again um but i'll get back on some of the ghost stuff down there nice cool when is underground tunnels a good thing all the time and never uh, maybe if you're in New York and you got to take the subway somewhere, oh yeah, that's about that's about my that's where I draw the line on the underground tunnels. I like underground tunnels. Okay. Anyway, good back for you. Again, I went at one time by myself to oh, kind yeah. of investigate, see what was going on. Wow. One guy in one of the clubs there he took me down the bottom part of their thing and just swore there was like footsteps moving around, but beside our own, and he freaked out. And, didn't want to be down there anymore. <laughs> um, anyway, went with a friend of mine and her group, and they have a place there that they get a lot of the some weird activity down in this building that's, like, conjoined with the hotel. And this guy owns, like, a little boutique, like, you know, it's called Making Sense, you know, with candles. And Very cool. A really nice guy, you know, so he shut off, let us investigate <laughs> down there. Hmm. Back in January, not a lot, a whole lot, but he says there's a lot of weird things that happen. Showed us where they bricked up the wall that goes across the street, you know, where they all zigzagged back into those tunnels. Mm-hmm. It's pretty weird. You can see they were all stone, you know, like mismatched of stone and stuff like that. They have a, a old hotel, a really big grand hotel called the Ben Lomond Hotel. Uh, that's always haunted. I've heard everybody say, had weird stuff happen there and you know another guy I talked to said he was renovating the basement down there and he took a lamp from there and I told him they're crazy but he didn't have anything come home with him or anything well that's good um yeah it's a really shady town it still kind of is a lot of drug problems with the meth and you know people getting shot cops killing people cops getting killed just recently it's really sketchy town but um, yeah, so that was kind of interesting to see further in those tunnels and you know, hear all that history and see all that. You know, it looks like the Shanghai tunnels, you know, with boots and mm-hmm. wood, and you can see like little signs, you know, like get opium here and <laughs> really crazy, you know, and stuff. So anyway, I hope you guys are cooling off and staying safe and healthy, and uh, and uh, I'll call back later another time. Thank you. Bye. Beautiful. Hi. Thanks right. for calling in, yeah, Troy. Sure. That's good stuff. Picture of the Union Station. Oh. oh, is that the hotel? 
That's the station. Oh, the station. So top. the tunnels go underneath that. Mm-hmm. Monica's pulling up pictures, yeah. showing us around Ogden, Utah. It looks a lot classier than Virginia City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Virginia, oh. Virginia City is kind of a, uh, well, it is what it is. <laughs> That's cool, man. I'm always fascinated by places with, like, turbulent history. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Virginia City has a turbulent history, and I'm sure Ogden does, too. I... You know, ghosts, whatever. I'll just go up there and hang. Yeah. Just to see where all the stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Right on. Thanks for calling in, Troy. And everybody else, yeah, do you guys have anything for Troy, Alan, <clears throat> Tom Hardy, Tony, the cowboy, Connie and Pewee Ollie up, or Tim and Sydney? Thank you, everybody. Yeah, thanks for calling and writing in. Absolutely. You guys ready to get into a movie? Yes. Yeah. Let's get... Oh, hold on now. Let me check the junk phone. Oh, here. yeah. yeah just that. in case... Okay, I've successfully checked the junk mail folder. There's nothing in there. Nothing? Nothing. Well, there's a bunch of pyramid schemes and shit like that. But other (laughs) than that, that's all we got. All right. Now, let's get barbarous in Mexico. Yes. That's Mexico Barbaro from 2014, directed by Gigi Saul Romero and others, written by Isaac Esban and others. This one's coming in at four point stars on IMDb. It is not rated. Stars Guillermo Villegas, Marco Zapata, and Antonio Monroy. Now, this is an anthology piece here, kiddos, so we got a lot to talk about. Eight vignettes in this one in total from different Mexican directors. All of them, I believe, take place in Mexico. Yeah, like it. Your microphone's not on, but we can we can try that again. And uh, it's 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 very Mexican, and you know some of it involves like border town activities and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so, I was I huh. was reading or I was reading I was listening to her interview on YouTube. The director chick. Yeah, Gigi. Yeah, she used like uh, friends and family members in each story. I like that. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah, well, she only actually cool. directed one of them, right? And it was that last one. I wondered if she was in the scene too. I like to think so because you know the scene where the chicks get off like the boat or something. They're on the dock. 
Oh, no, she didn't direct that one. No, no, no. I meant, like, was she in that scene? As an scene? actor? Yeah. P- per- just perhaps. doing a walk-by. It's quite possible. Crease oh. uh, and I had the pleasure of meeting Miss Guerrero. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hadn't seen Mexico Bar. We hadn't even come out yet, I don't think. But, God damn. So oh, yeah? I got a weakness for Latinas. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> And there are quite a few women in this. Darian, you what? have a weakness for anything uh, with it, boobies. It's true. It's <laughs> true. No, I'm not going to lie. You're absolutely right. But like, uh, I got a weakness for women. Yeah, I would hope so. I think it's just nipples, really. I, <laughs> oh, really? Easy, easy. Uh, seriously, though, man. Like, if we took a, like a trip through uh, down memory lane and looked at all my ex girlfriends, I'd uh-huh. say at least. 60 to 75% of them have been uh, Mexican. Oh. So, yeah. Wow, that's shocking. Yeah. 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 Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Wow. My mom was seriously surprised that I married a white girl. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, where did Daly come in on all this? Yeah, she, uh, well, you've seen what she's got upstairs. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) She's not going to hear this. Uh, So we start off with our first story, which is a uh, reporter. Now, most of these stories are probably less than 10 minutes apiece. Yeah. we got a runtime here of an hour 48 minutes. So we're knocking on um, two hours. Uh, Our first one starts off with a reporter trying to get a story on an incident that happened at a bar. It's called the Montezuma Bar. Um, he's like asking around and he's starting to ask too many fucking questions because it's pointing back to a cartel. And that, I can tell you right now, just having seen Dateline NBC, that's, that's about as far as I go. That's, yeah. I don't want to know the, anymore. The word cartel? Oh, oh, never mind. I'm out to lunch. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, have my colleagues check on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he gets a, uh, a lead from a dude that used to apparently work for or with the cartel and they agree to meet at a shady hotel for an interview. Uh, he gets there, <clears throat> the guy frisks him and like points a gun at him and stuff like that, and then he starts recounting the events of the incident at the bar. Um, basically, the cartel leader wanted to really put the hurt on um, his enemies, and he found out that a lot of his enemies' kids go to this particular bar. So the cartel leader called in uh, one of his biggest thugs who goes by the name eagle knight mm-hmm. which is a very strange name yeah for a for a bad guy eagle knight that sounds sound scary it sound no it sounds like the main guy in a video game you know yeah. eagle knight reporting for duty anyway eagle knight is not to be fucked with as we're about to find out uh so basically what we see from there in a series of flash flashes and flashbacks uh these kids are at the par- at the bar they're having a great time they get abducted. They get taken out to some field somewhere <laughs> where Eagle Knight is waiting. And he's got like a cast of cronies with him. And they're all wearing skull masks. Mm-hmm. And we'll recognize the dude in, from the motel that's telling the story because he's got a scar on his forehead. And we can see the scar over the skull mask. So he's one of the guys that's about to get initiated. Eagle Knight kills one of the kids by slitting his or her throat. And then makes all of the initiates do the same thing. And then uh, the report, with, at that point, we cut back to the reporter who's like, how do I know you're not making this shit up? Right. And then Skullhead, or uh, Scarhead is like, well, come with me. I want to show you something. And he takes him to like a storage warehouse, rolls up the, the big bay door, and there's like a rack of decapitated heads. And uh, there's like 10 or 12 of them on there. And he's mm-hmm. like, there it is. There's all the heads. And then that's pretty much the end of your, your first story. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Not my favorite. No. Um, I mean... Car- that reminded me of that thing, you know, the number thing. What number mm. thing? That, you know... That oh, you- the abacus. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh. <laughs> Where you slide them across to do math problems. That was the first calculator right there, but... Yeah. <clears throat> I remember those things. So, that's your first... That's not... That, that's not my least favorite, but it's not my uh, my favorite either. So from there, we got cut to our next story. This one is my favorite. Um, we're going to go back to the Old West on this one. And uh, we've got a couple of outlaw banditos riding through the Mexican uh, wastes, I guess. And one of apparently they just robbed a bank or robbed somebody because they got a bunch of gold on them. There's two of them. And one of them has been shot in the gut, and he's slowly bleeding out. We have... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jose and Martin. Martin's the one that's been shot. Uh, they gotta they gotta lay low somewhere with with their loot because I guess the federales are on their tails. So amidst the the Mexican desert, they come across this what I would call um, a, like a not necessarily a palace, but it's like a palatial estate, mm-hmm. right? Just out in the middle of the desert, and it's fallen to ruin. Mm-hmm. And they they roll up there on their horses, and Martin's like, no, I'm not staying here. This place is cursed. And Jose is like, well, good, because that means nobody will come here while we're while we're trying to hide out. So they go in there, and uh, Martin is slowly bleeding out. Well, I don't know where they filmed this, this thing, but this place is awesome. This old fucking whatever it is, Castillo or whatever. It's, uh, it's all dilapidated, but it still has like the murals on the walls. And you could tell it was a really nice place at one point. But something obviously went down there because it's really fallen to despair. Um, they're hanging. Uh, Jose's like, hey, you just hang tough there, compadre. I'm going to go check the place out, see if I can find us some beds or something. He goes walking around. And while he's walking around, we're going to get these intermittent cutscenes of a really hot chick dancing out in the desert wearing a dress. And uh, sometimes she's pulling a rope, too. And then we get... we kind of, this, this one kind of borrowed uh, a little bit from Evil Dead, I felt like. Because we get a lot of that camera zoom thing, mm-hmm. where the camera the camera's like flying around the place, and eventually it flies right up on Martin, who's still bleeding, and uh, then we see like a, a arm of a hot chick like reach out and touch his face, and then he makes out with the hot chick, and then immediately starts coughing up blood and dies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could think of worse ways to go. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't want to get shot in the guts, but. If you got that bad of a gut wound, you're probably going to die anyway. You might as well make out with a hot chick before you kick the bucket, right? Why not? I mean, I'm just saying, you're you're obviously not going to live to spend the gold. And if you can live... I'd want more than a kiss, though. That's what I'm saying. If you can live long enough to make it to second base, then, you know. But at the same time, you get your heart racing, you're going to bleed out that much faster. And let's be Uh honest, you're not going to have sex with her because you got Uh a gut wound. So, I don't know. Maybe you will. I don't know. I don't know what you're up a to. A blowjob would be good for a guy. Right. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Go out like I need that. like a low impact kind of a sexual mm-hmm. experience, you know? Because yeah. I can't be walking around. I can't be, you know, putting my back into it when I got a bullet in me. Right. Yeah, you just got to take me like where I am. This is as far as I'm going, sweetie. <laughs> right. I'll be seriously surprised if I can get it up right now, but I'm willing to try. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give up. <laughs> Stick that booty in my face. All right. Let's get it going. <laughs> so, Martine bleeds out and he dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jose comes back down and he's like, oh, Martine, bad news, Martine's dead. Yeah. Good news, the gold is all mine, baby. Yeah. Woo! I have to share. I just inherited Martine's split. 
Uh, night has fallen, <laughs> and now uh, Jose is getting getting tired, so he just kind of crashes there next to Martine's body, mm-hmm. and then comes uh, our hottie, our hottie Latina, yeah, who may or may not be a vampire or a ghost. I still don't know what exactly she is, mm-hmm. but uh, she comes in and. Uh, Things get a little weird for Jose. He's like, you know what, dude? There's weird sounds happening. I got a weird feeling about all this. I'm going to get the fuck out of here tonight. Mm -hmm. Starts walking back to his horse. She grabs him, leads him back inside. She's smoking hot. Oh, yeah. Of course he's going to go with her. Where are you going? Come on back. I'm going with you. Wherever you're going. That's where I'm going. You tell me where I'm going. (laughs) Well, I guess this gold can wait. We got got a backseat of a car around here or... (laughs) You tell me. Right. Uh, Gets back inside and she... uh, now, I'm not, like, uh, an advocate for rape, but she pretty much rapes him, right? She, like, throws her clothes off and shoves his face into her crotch. I don't know if that was... No. I mean, I'm not saying... He, he, he was, was all in. I'm not saying he was resisting, but <laughs> I don't know that he had a choice in the matter, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and once she gets the legs locked around his head, he ain't going nowhere, Monica. That's my favorite. Monica, you ever, you ever put a leg lock around a guy's head like that? No. No? Never? No. Well, I feel like you're missing out. Yeah. I don't know. I, Maybe. I'm not very good at it, so I can't help you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm the opposite. Uh, okay. I'm not sure what that means exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, she puts a fucking leg lock on him, and he's like, I think he was like suffocating down there. Because at one point, he is trying to get out and like get her ass out of his face. Yeah, and, that's true. And then, while she's got, she's got a nice, a great body on her, too. Mm-hmm. And she's like writhing around, very hot. But then she starts bleeding from the head. Yeah, that was that was really weird. For no reason. Yeah. What does that mean? Is that is is my the orgasm I gave you that powerful that you now have a head wound? It must be. Oh, I'm into it. I can, I, yeah. Sucking the blood all over oh, out of her. Yuck. All right. Uh... He does manage to get free. He goes hauling ass out of there. And then we're going to go back to Evil Deadland here for a while because he's like darting up and down hallways and going out of this door and going out of that door. And he can't seem to find his way out of this fucking place all yeah. of a sudden. At one point, he makes it back into what I guess was a ballroom or some kind of a big meeting room area. Yeah. And he finds her again. And now she's gone full dead eyed on him. And by that, I mean she looks exactly like a dead eye. Uh, yeah. Eyes rolled back and sunken in. She starts levitating, and she's like, ah! Freaky shit. He's like, uh, no, and then goes hauling ass again. Yeah, apparently she had a butterface. I mean, she was okay up to this point. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the rest of her body looked like at this point, but <laughs> right. up to this point, pretty good. He actually makes it out of the, the um, uh, house or whatever it is, and then again, we go right back to Evil Deadland because we get that last shot of Bruce Campbell where he makes it out of the door and then the camera like zooms in on him mm-hmm. and then he goes flying out into the, what well, in his case, the woods, but in this case, the desert. Yeah. And then we get more shots of her dancing and then we cut to the next morning as the sun's coming up and Jose is now hanging from a tree, but he's hanging like 12 to 15 feet up yeah. from the tree. So it's not like he could hang himself or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Not at that level. Mm-hmm. And not at that height either. He would need a some kind of a ladder or something to yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, either way, he's dead. And that's the end of that one. Yeah. This uh, one was probably my favorite out of the whole series. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like the uh, part when he goes, to ch- like the dude's like moving all of a sudden. And so she, he yeah. goes up to the dude and then like takes off the cowboy hat and it's hers. Like, whoa, shit. Yeah. yeah, well, all of a sudden he's like sitting up against the wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I think she 
died by the hanging, so that's why he was hanging. Could be. That could be. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, she was very horny when she died also. Yeah. I like a horny ghost. <laughs> well, I'm into that. Well, I don't think it was that much. I just know that's the man's weakness, so what better way to get him back in? That would that do me in. Soul. That's true. I know. That's true. I know. You guys are running from the law, but oh, hold on. I'll be, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go back in for a second. Uh, buddy, you wait here. I'll be right back. Just, uh, right. Excuse me. Miss, excuse me. <laughs> All right, and then we go to the uh, the third uh, story, vignette, whatever it's called. Um, this one is very strange, and I don't understand much about it at all. So we have a, um, we're back in modern day, and we have uh, a young lady who's a kind of kind of a weird young lady. I don't know what her problem is. She's kind of gothy a little bit, fairly attractive, uh, I would say early 20s. Uh, she just kind of standing around out in the desert for mm-hmm. a minute or two and then she starts walking around and then she comes to like a uh, freeway overpass and goes underneath it where there's like a weird crevice in the ground and in the crevice she finds a, a naked dead guy now she does her due diligence she goes and finds a stick yeah and pokes him with the stick i was like yeah exactly what you're supposed to do <laughs> right you gotta poke that motherfucker mm-hmm. i know he's dead you know he's dead his eyes are open his flies and stuff hanging around he's naked for some reason i don't yeah. know what that's all about you gotta poke him with a stick absolutely babe. you got to poke him with the stick i mm-hmm. would poke his penis i <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't. I don't know that I would do that. Is that rotted yet? Is it going to fall off? I think I give, I give him one like in the cheek or something. I don't know. I never really thought about a move where we just like smack it around a little bit. Yeah. I mean, what better way to find out if he's dead? Oh, look at this thing. No. <laughs> Poke it with your finger. No, no, you don't want to touch it, Monica. No, no, I meant like with the stick. With the stick. Yeah. Oh. Uh, now, it just so happens that this dead guy died with a joint in his hand, which yeah. is pretty strange. You'd think if you're... Well, I don't know what happened, and we never get the, the backstory on this dude. But uh, our weird gothy girl decides to take his joint home. Yeah. So she takes it out of the dead guy's hand and goes he, home with it. He had a good grip on that thing, didn't he? It took, it took some, some maneuvering <laughs> to get yeah. it out of there. Uh, she goes home, or I guess it's just her and her very hot younger sister mm-hmm. uh, living together. Now, they looked... Very similar, and yeah. they may have even been twins. Now that I think about it, but I couldn't tell which one of them actually smoked the joint. Was it her or the sister? It was her. It was her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm pretty. I'm sure you're right. Uh, she smokes the joint, and that sends her right into uh, weird uh, psychedelic land. She passes out for a few minutes, and when she wakes up, there's something in her room with her. Actually, it's more in the hallway, but it comes walking down the room mm-hmm. now. I was kind of under the impression that it was the dead guy, but he's wearing a plague mask. Is that what you guys got? I didn't think it was the dead guy. Yeah, I didn't either. It looked naked, whatever it was. Yeah, I didn't think it was the guy, though. I just thought, I was like, what the hell is that thing? I just think it was her hallucinating I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. You can't be smoking weird stuff. I know, especially Especially when you don't know. You don't know what's in there. It might be weed, in which case you're fine. It could have been weed with... Yeah. Yeah. It could have been weed with, like, a maggot in it for who knows Or some kind of weird... It could have been 245 Triox. It could have been COVID in there. Could have been COVID. Oh, yeah. Think about that. That's what did him in. Shit. Uh, here comes this weird naked thing down the hallway, and it's moving all twitchy, and it's got mm-hmm. a weird uh, mask on. Uh, she's freaking right out. She's like, oh, what the fuck? And then this thing ex- goes on to explain that she needs to collect 
all of the blood from her sister's vagina yep. and present it to this thing. And if she doesn't, this thing is going to suck her soul out of her own asshole. Yeah, right out of her anus. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a weird conversation with your sister. Yeah. So, My Natalie, first question would have been like, is it going to hurt? Well, of course it's going to hurt. <laughs> I, I mean, how is that? I mean, is it like... <laughs> there you go. I don't, I don't think you're going to fart your soul out, sir. <laughs> I, either way, I don't, want, I don't want that thing anywhere near my fucking asshole, buddy. God. All right, so she's all freaked out. Now she's got to uh, get this period blood out of her sister somehow. Mm-hmm. She's uh, trying to figure it out. She comes up with this nutsack scheme of drugging her sister. Yeah. Which she does. Mm-hmm. Knocks her out, dr- uh, grinds up a bunch of uh, sleeping pills or aspirin or something. Mm-hmm. Gives it to her sister, I think in tea. Sister drinks the tea. She's out cold. She's out cold. And this part I found strangely erotic. Yeah, I agree. And I... Uh, Enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Probably more than I should have. (laughs) The sister is out cold, and the sister is very well endowed, I might add. And uh, the the older sister comes in, and if I'm not mistaken, she like finger blasts her to pop her cherry and then gets the blood in that. Is that what you guys That's what I would assume, Mm because they didn't show anything. No, but I mean, it showed enough to get me all riled up. Yeah, and there was a little noise in there like... Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But we see her like take her, her sister's skirt off and her panties off. Very and, slowly. And try not to wake her up. And then <laughs> she goes and gets a coffee cup. And we, she, whatever she does, she gets the blood. Mm-hmm. And she's walking down the hallway with the blood. And she's like, oh, God. Uh, and then she trips and spills the fucking blood. <laughs> All over her face. All that over her face. was funny. <laughs> I was laughing. Ah! I was like, that is so gross. <laughs> I'm not sure where we're going with that. No. To be honest with you. So that's your third story. And that's pretty much, that's the end no, of it. No, that wasn't the end of it. What else happened? Well, so since obviously she spilt the blood, that little creature at the very end of it was like sucking her soul out of her ass. I didn't see that part. Oh, you didn't see that part? Oh. No. Oh, wait. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the, the sister woke up, up slowly. Like, she's out of it because the right. sleeping pills were And then she goes into her other sister's room. And I and that creature was in there. And she's and the, the sister's in the blankets. And the yeah. creature looks at her. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But the mask was off. The mask was off, yeah. That's right. That was weird. That was even weirder, too, because I didn't. you couldn't tell who was in the blankets. And that creature kind of looked like her sister a little bit. Yeah, but no, that was a creature sucking the, the oh. soul out of her ass. But, I mean, the she wasn't using her mouth. Because she was just kind of holding holding the girl down. Well, yeah. And staring at the sister with those golem eyes. Right. Because you know what was coming. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that... I don't know the semantics of it. All right, that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that's pretty weird. Uh, I don't I don't know what the fuck is going on. That I just wrote WTF after that one. Yeah, pretty much. I'm, I agree with that. So what the hell? Yeah, so from there we go to our next <clears throat> story, and this one makes even less sense. Uh, we have two kids that are on their way to a romantic getaway, or it was supposed to be a romantic getaway, but the girl was a bit of a bitch bag. Yeah. And uh, she, I, I could tell from the get-go, she had no intention of having sex with that guy. No. She had. She just wanted to get away. She just wanted to get up there, find an excuse not to have sex with him, and then <laughs> probably go and tell her friends what a fucking asshole he is, or yeah, something give like him that. Blue balls. He's all horned up. Oh though. hell he's yeah! Ready. Well, I would be too. I'd be like, man, she's hot. Oh, he's man. texting his gonna, buddies, and I'm they want the this. details it's and all this. Be a he's great going down. Yeah. So they go up to this weird, secluded, ah, uh, 
it's not a hotel. It's like a weird uh, bunch of cabins out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of base motel in a weird way, but the cabins aren't connected. So they get out there. Uh, they get checked in. They want the most secluded cabin, which is always a good idea. They don't mm-hmm. want to be around anybody. Uh, the front desk guy or whoever he is, he's like, oh, don't worry. There's nobody here except you guys. But there's like a creepy old uh, groundskeeper there, and he's staring at him all the time. Yeah. The hell are you doing? They get in there. Uh, the guy's wanting to get on her as soon as possible, and she's mm-hmm. like, no, you got to wine me and dine me. And then pretty soon there's a banging on the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the creepy groundskeeper guy. And he's like, hey, man, you guys uh, you guys should probably just get the fuck out of here as soon as you can. This is uh, this place is closed, and you can't be here, and yeah. no, no way. Not on the weekdays, but yeah. come on the weekends. The kid's like, uh, no, we checked in already. We got the keys. Uh, everything's cool, man. We, mm-hmm. we talked to the owner. He's like, well, and then the owner comes and gets the creepy groundskeeper. He's like, oh, sorry about this, guys. Uh, he's really old, so, you know, sorry about that. And he kind of pulls him out of there. Uh, now it's about to go down. She goes and gets her negligee on or whatever that is mm-hmm. and he's got his condom and he's like okay it's gonna pops the incense here we go turns on some about music to get lights up fucking banging on here oh. it comes right at you been there done that she comes out starts uh <laughs> they, they, they making out a little bit and then the banging mm-hmm. on the door again like, what the fuck and it's the groundskeeper again and he's like hey you guys left your sandals on the porch you can't do that yeah he, the the kid's like Get the fuck out of here already. I'm trying to get it going, man. Mm-hmm. You understand that? He's like, oh, no, you can't. If you leave stuff on the porch, then the, the what do they call them? The Luxes? Lux, Luxes? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, like weird spirits of the, the woods mm-hmm. there. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, they're going to steal them, and then they'll know you're here. And he's like, I don't give a shit. Just get out of here. And he slams the door in a guy's face. Uh, pretty soon, now we're going to try to get back to, to the having the sex there, mm-hmm. buddy. He wants to, to make sex at her. <laughs> She's not doing it because he pulled out a fucking strawberry condom. <laughs> That's her main gripe. I don't like strawberry. <laughs> Can't believe you go and get a strawberry one. He's like, it, it, but you'll, you'll, um, I, maybe you'll like it. Can we try it? I don't know if he was wanting her to suck it or... Oh, probably. I Not mean, like edible underwear. That would know. make sense, but there was no inference of a blowjob. There was just... Hey, Does it just, taste like strawberries? How or the hell would I know, Monica? <laughs> That's the idea. I don't know if it does I have or not. never eaten a condom in my life. Oh. I would imagine so. No? No, I have not. I've eaten some strange things. A condom is not one of them. I've never used one in my life, so I have... <laughs> a strawberry? Oh, I don't even want to know. Uh, so that's kind of weird. <laughs> Uh, so clearly she's not interested. She's not going to oh, yeah. blow him or fuck him. And now she's like thinking about putting her clothes back. You know what? You just take me home, you gross guy. That was her excuse out of it. And that was something. She was mm-hmm. looking for an out, and mm-hmm. she went to the strawberry condom for yep. an out. Here comes bang, bang, bang on the door again. Uh, the guy is in the bathroom, probably trying to hammer one out before mm-hmm. he has to take her home. Right. Uh, she hears a scream, and then he pokes his head around the corner, and she's gone. Oh, no, Valeria, Valeria, where are you? He goes running out into the woods. Uh, Now we're going to cut to Valeria. She has been abducted. Uh, she's being dragged through the woods presently. Whoa, you like skipped a whole bunch of there. Where did I skip? The when he's on top of her, that creature's on top of her. Well, yeah, that's once he gets her back to the to the campsite. Oh, oh we're yeah, not quite there yeah. yet, buddy. Let's just take it easy. I know you're excited. We're <laughs> yeah, gonna, buddy. It's like the best part. Of the we're going to get to the weird <laughs> goblin rape here in a second. 
Uh, they get out there, and uh, whatever his name was, he's just hauling ass. He finally talks to the, the groundskeeper. Hey, where, have you seen Valeria? And he's like, no, the Luxes got her, or the Luxes, or whatever. And he's like, what the fuck is the spirits of the forest? They're playful, but they take they like to steal stuff. And he's like, okay. And now we cut to the Luxes, or whatever mm-hmm. they, they are, and they're like um, goblins. I would say, yeah. for lack of a better, they're very ugly, and they've got like horns, and they're all covered in warts and stuff, and uh, they've got Valeria tied up, and they just, basically, there's three of them, and they gang rape her, and uh, the first one goes first, and at first, it's kind of like a party, because the number one is banging away on her, and then you can see number two and three behind them, and they're like doing a little jig and high-fiving each other, and then I think at some point, they swapped out, right? Or no? You don't think so? No, I'm still thinking we missed the whole bed scene because when she was like tied up on the bed. When was she tied up on the bed? Did you Okay, so uh she was like laid on the bed and uh, the the goblin like tied her to the bed with her arms back and then he's like starting to get on her on the bed and then pulls out the wiener like acts like it's going to go in her mouth. You I made, thought that was at I the didn't. that was at the campfire scene, wasn't it? Because I remember the wiener in the mouth part. That was after, like... The the dude was, like, jumping through the window, like, hey, hey, hey. And she's getting raped on the bed, and then eventually the groundskeeper comes back in. There's that slime trail that went all the way to the bathroom. When I don't remember. You remember that? that? No. Oh. Where did you watch this? Amazon Prime. That's where I watched it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I don't know, man. I didn't remember the the goblin being inside. Oh, yeah. It was on the inside. He was, like, raping her right on the bed. I thought he, I thought they didn't rape her until they got back to the campfire. No, I remember the yeah. campfire part. But yeah, right. he was like getting on her inside the inside the place, and then finally he got in the house because he kept banging on the house, and she's getting raped by the goblin, the, and so he's jumping through the jumping by the window like, hey, hey, and the course, groundskeeper was, and she's trying to scream, and he's like, I can't, can't. oh, first it started off with the goblin went under the bed. Hmm. Okay. So where <laughs> was the boyfriend during all that? The boyfriend was outside trying to find her, and then he got locked out of the place. Okay. So. If the goblin went through the window, why didn't the boyfriend just go through the window? I don't know. I don't know how, okay. how all that went around. All right. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure you're right, man. Uh, so e- either way, they take her back to the campfire. They got like a weird uh, village goblin lair set up somewhere with a campfire and a bunch of other weird stolen crap, which mm-hmm. is like toys and old magazines and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, because they like to collect stuff. So apparently uh, gang rape... Withstanding, these guys are usually pretty harmless. They'll just take the crap out of your car right. and go, run off with that. But apparently she had something it wanted. Yeah, a vagina Her and a mouth. Virginity. That too, <laughs> apparently. I don't know. But they uh, they put a pretty gnarly gang raping on her. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure all three of them got in on it. Probably. Uh, they tried to like get her to suck <laughs> suck some goblin dick. <laughs> yeah. Is it after this scene? Or before. That's right before. See, that's when uh, he gets the guy in there and that slime trail's on the floor. Because it, because he was, like, getting on her on See, I thought that was when the guy... Yeah, no, the go, guy came out. No, go right before that. Okay. All right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're not going to watch this movie again. No. So, or at least I not this part. I just want to see that part I didn't see. Yeah, what, what so, on top of her on the bed. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, after that, they, it gets really weird. Uh, they give her a bukkake, and they try to get her to suck it, but she's unconscious, so they're just trying to, like, mouth rape her for a minute. And they got weird goblin dicks that look kind of like uh, drill bits in a weird way. <laughs> and uh, And then we cut to the next morning... Uh, finally, he finds Valeria there at the weird trash pit. You find it? Yeah, I didn't remember that. 
I didn't see that part. Yeah. Well, that's on see, the bed? Hold on now. Yeah, so he's like totally getting on her, and she's tied up on the bed. Oh. <laughs> okay. You. Oh. <laughs> okay. You, you didn't how watch did that get, part? No, how did she get tied up? So is that the boyfriend right yeah. there? Yeah, that's the boyfriend outside the window because he's locked out of the cabin. <laughs> you watched this one much more closely than I did. Wow. I think I was, uh, I don't know. Oh, that part was gross. <laughs> I think I pretty much tuned out. <laughs> as soon as we got to the goblin rape, I pretty, I pretty much walked away from this one. But uh, anyway, she gets gang raped. Oh, gosh. You, how could you miss that part? The way he vomits all over her face? You... I thought that was the bukkake at the end. No. That's oh, that's lovely. That, and that's why that slime trail goes out to the woods. Oh, yeah. Great. <laughs> I'm actually glad I didn't see that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't think I need that. Well, there was a fuck up because just like a few seconds ago, he already ripped off her bra and now her bra was on again. Whoopsie. Oh. Like, oh, Whoopsie. the bra off again? Sure. <laughs> Uh, so that's pretty gnarly. And then the next morning she's, uh, unconscious in the woods. He finds her, the boyfriend finds her next to this weird trash heap of stolen goods and then immediately gets arrested for rape. I assume he gets thrown in prison. She gets taken to the hospital where she goes catatonic after her weird goblin sex night and, uh, is now pregnant. Mm -hmm. And that's the end of that one, buddy. How many times did you watch that segment? <laughs> Just once. I don't believe you. I don't believe you for a minute, sir. You're like so gross. you're like reciting lines and get, telling us about camera angles and stuff. The goblin's penis looked a little flaccid at this point. Weird. That's a weird one. Yeah. So after that, we cut to um, the next one. This one was actually kind of cool. It wasn't my favorite. Uh, we have. Uh, a family, I want to say a single mother with two kids. Oh, this lady was a cunt. Right? Yeah. Fucking bitch that she was. Oh. Well, that kid was kind of annoying too, though, the little girl. Uh, but she's living in like a high-rise apartment, I assume in Mexico City, in a not the best neighborhood. Right. And uh, she's trying to get her kids ready for school. She's got a little girl and a little boy. The little girl is just staring out the window saying, cuckoo, 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 over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh the little boy is like just going on about his business of getting ready for school. The mom's being a bit of a bitch bag and like screaming and yelling at the little girl. Uh, yeah. They go downstairs and they get ready to. She's taking them to school. On their way out, they stop and talk to the homeless guy, the local homeless guy outside. And uh, apparently, this is that's who the little girl was talking about when she was saying cuckoo over and mm-hmm. over again. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, this homeless guy looks pretty gnarly. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got like face paint. And uh, mm-hmm. dreadlocks. dreadlocks yeah. And there's one wildly out of place white guy that walks by, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" And the guy's like, "Hola, gringo." That's kind of that's kind of weird. Yeah, right? I don't know. That's weird. Uh, but they come down and they're like, "Hello, how are you?" And she's like, "Hey, could you take the garbage out for me? I'll leave you some coins." And he's like, "Yeah, of course, no problem." He's talking to the weird face paint homeless guy. Uh, after that, they go to school. The kids do. They come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the kid. Asks if he can go outside and play soccer. Mom says yes, of course. The girl just goes right back to her spot by the window and keeps mm-hmm. saying cuckoo, cuckoo over and over again. Mm-hmm. That's going to get pretty fucking old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we Get away from the window! You either need to tell me what the fuck you're looking at or what the hell cuckoo means or shut the fuck up. I, I kind of got had started having flashbacks to the kid from the Babadook. In this <laughs> one. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. You got a little annoying here, sweet pea. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, 
the kid goes outside, starts playing soccer. The, the homeless guy grabs him and strangles him. Uh, the little girl is watching this, and she just keeps screaming, cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. And mom's like, will you shut the fuck up for five minutes? Right. Not looking out the window to see mm-hmm. her son getting strangled. Son goes missing. Uh, we get to see like a gnarly scene of him being parched out by the homeless guy. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the homeless guy works for a local hospital in some kind of a... Shady way. Black market or, mm-hmm. uh, organ harvesting mm-hmm. situation. Because he's got a shopping list of parts he needs from this kid. Yeah. And that's where he's like, one 11-year-old spine. Here we go. And a spleen and a left lung. Got it. Okay. Discard the rest. Mm-hmm. And then we see the homeless dude walking off, presumably to another neighborhood, well, to do the exact same thing. Yeah. But then it got really gross after he started ripping it off because then he took the pants off the boy. Well, yeah. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was going to... Not bring that up, buddy. Okay. <laughs> but since you want to go there, yeah, go right ahead. It was bad. Tell us what he did with the boy, mm-hmm. buddy. <laughs> it gets pretty gross, man. And yeah. I don't think any of that was necessary, especially the weird sex stuff there. So then we cut to uh, our next one. Uh, this one, I don't don't think it made a lot of sense, at least to me. Maybe this I missed This one's something. my favorite one. The yeah? The dad. The dad. No. Oh, the cowboy with the burned up face? No. Are we getting to the next story? Uh, uh, the dolls? The She cooks the doll, right? Cooks the doll. We're talking about this one, right? Yeah. Yeah, this one is my favorite one. That's the dad? Who's that the dad of? He's the dad. Remember when he was doing the awful things to the kids and they were chopping him up? No, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Or is like a- shit. <laughs> Monica just Monica just time traveled to the sequel on us. Yeah, sorry. I'm starting to think and wonder if I'm watching the right movie or not. What the fuck is going on here? Uh, this guy kind of re- this scene and stuff resembles a scene in, in part the sequel. Two. Yes. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, in this movie, okay. uh, we start off in a the one swamp. For the show. Yeah, the one that we most of us watched. Um, this one starts off in a swamp. This one's totally black and white, which is mm-hmm. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And we have a chick like hiding from somebody, and mm-hmm. she looks like uh, she's been roughed up. She's got, if you're paying attention, you'll notice she's got scars around her wrists like she escaped from somebody. Yeah. And there's some dude chasing her around the swamp, buddy. Yeah. Uh, she's got to, like, hide under some leaves and, like, duck under the, the underbrush and the growth and all that. Get pretty gross. Pretty gross. Eventually, she confronts this dude, and they get into, like, a fight. Uh, she hits him over the head with a log or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's yeah. got a fucking machete. And he is... A big dude. He's a leather face type. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's ugly. He's, I wouldn't call him attractive. But he's got like a regular human face. And he right. seems like just a regular dude. Uh, he pops back up, knocks her out, drags her back to a shady uh, swamp shack. And as, we, as, he's, as she's being dragged, she's being dragged past all these dolls that are hanging from trees mm-hmm. and... On fence posts, there's like thousands of them. And I'm not sure what exactly the point of this was or how any of this makes sense, but he gets her there to the shack where he's got three or four other people in a cage mm-hmm. and he's got a pot boiling with doll parts in it. Okay, strange. Uh, he's also got a severed arm on a chopping block mm-hmm. that he picks up and puts into the doll pot mm-hmm. along with a bunch of random sticks. Uh, at this point, another dude walks in wearing a hat. And they kind of stare at each other for a few minutes, and then he walks out. 
And at that point, um, he like leads the other dude leads like a guided tour through the island of the dolls with a bunch of hot chicks. Yeah, I don't know. Did I miss something here also, or no? I don't know. It could have been just like a for show thing. It could have been, you know, just to get people to come to the island, oh, like a and, scare tactic, yeah, kind of and then murder them. Well, that would be, <laughs> or well, yeah. you know, oh. kidnap them. Or yeah, but why are we boiling doll parts? Well, that could be some like little witchcraft. I mean, you know, you sell the <laughs> show thing or something. You sell right. the package to the stupid white people that show up, right? There yeah, and are like, oh. Yeah. Why do you have to chase this poor young lady through the swamp? And she probably Maybe escaped she that area. Got away. Okay. What if it's just a, if it's just a show? Then she can just hang, right? They'll let her go. No, 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 no. I mean, like, okay, so we put on a show, right. like a Jason show, to get people to come, but we're really kidnapping Oh, oh we're really killing them. Yeah, we're okay. really killing them. I see. They think they're that coming pretty cool. to see a show. <laughs> so I, I think the people that come there think they're coming to see a doll island, some weird hocus-pocus uh, okay. focus stuff. But they're but, like cannibals at the same time? Yeah, these sure. people are really killing these okay. people. Uh, I'll go with that. Yeah, that's better than anything I can come up with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, that takes us to our next story. Uh, this one is really weird. Uh, we start off in a morgue, and a dude walks in, and apparently, I don't know, I kind of got the vibe that nobody else could see this guy or something like that, because he walks in, he's looking at the dead bodies, he's dressed like a cowboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finds the one that he's looking for, throws it over his shoulder, and walks out right past security and everybody else nobody seems to say anything throws the body in the back of his truck and drives off Mm -hmm. so that part right there was kind of weird to me Mm -hmm. he then takes the dead body to a um rock pond quarry kind of a Uh thing out in the middle of the mexican desert i assume i watched this one twice me too reason i was trying to figure out what exactly the fuck was going on here yeah i didn't didn't really get into I have a theory, but it's not really an answer. Okay. (laughs) So he's got this dead body, and uh, once he gets out there, he sets about doing like some kind of a magic ritual where he like sets up rocks and geometric patterns around the body, Mm -hmm. and then uh, goes and gets like weird roots and herbs and stuff, and then he's got to like hang for a couple of days. Uh, Basically, he, if I'm not mistaken, he takes like a bite out of this weird pulsating. stick thing with green schmutz that comes out and Mm -hmm. spits it in the body's mouth Mm -hmm. and it kind of reanimates the body turns it into a zombie buries the body uh well first he like ties it up for a day or two then he buries the body up to the neck and then he uh proceeds to get drunk and during this drunken couple of days we get some flashbacks of this dude he's a cowboy like half his face is burned up for some Mm -hmm. reason and he we're having some flashbacks about i assume his wife and child being murdered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And him being presented with their severed heads, which is kind of fucked. Yeah, like they were friends too. Yeah, well, kind of. I mean, we'll get more into that here in a minute. But now we cut back to our, our ritual. Uh, basically, this dude, this zombie is like just chilling in the ground, buried up to the neck for a couple of days. While mm-hmm. this cowboy walks around getting drunker and drunker. Appear- uh, periodically, he has these visions of a ghost cowboy on a flaming horse yeah that was kind of cool that was cool and then mm-hmm. like again he sees the ghost he shooting at it yeah he sees the ghost cowboy again but this time it's like just a skeleton and it's dragging his wife and kid behind the horse yeah you mm-hmm. start shooting at it 
And then eventually, like on the third or fourth day, he wakes up and the zombie guy is no longer a zombie. He's just a regular dude. He's like, hey, help me. I'm so thirsty. Give me some water. So he digs the guy out and gives him some water. And then the guy's like, oh, thank you so much. You brought me back. I was dead. And it's just so cold and dark there. And oh, so creepy. Thank you so much. And he gives him a hug. And then he looks at him and he's like, you know who I am? You don't know who I am? I'm your brother. And then we see the full flashback that these two were brothers. Apparently, they were in some shady drug cartel business or something like that. Uh, the the zombie brother killed the other guy's brother, or killed the other brother's wife and child and threw their severed heads at him, and then tried to light the guy on fire, but for mm-hmm. some reason only got half of them on fire. Mm-hmm. And now, if I'm my theory is correct, this guy is taking his revenge by killing his brother over and over and reanimating him and killing him again and reanimating him and killing him again. Because as soon as he kills him again, he like knocks him down and, I was your brother, and then he smashes his face in with a big rock. Right. He immediately goes and gets it, takes another bite out of that root and spits it back in the dude's mouth. Mm. So that's what I got out of this yeah, one. Yeah, no, mm. I agree with that. I thought they were both dead. That's why... They, that he was seeing everything, and that's why I felt when the guy was buried, he was like an evil dead. Like he, like he, a he, demon? Yeah, like, like he was a demon. He was in hell. Like their own purgatory? Could yes, be. Yes, that's yeah. what I felt. It was just like over. I don't over. know. Yeah, that's, and that's why he kept seeing the cowboy, too. I figured it was just because he was hammered and tormented by the it loss of It could have been. I don't know. He <laughs> could have done some peyote shit out there. I'd, Very true. Yeah. I don't know. know. I don't know, man. So this takes us to our last story, yeah. and this one is uh, pretty sexy. This is, I like this one. You like this one? Yeah. It didn't make a lot of sense to me, but it, it doesn't need to. Okay, it and it felt kind yeah, of like need to. kind of felt like a dusk till dawn ripoff. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, that's what I said when I was watching it. I was like, oh, well, that's pretty much like... exactly what uh, minus the vampires, of course. Mm-hmm. But regardless, uh, we are in a border town, and we are at a brothel. And the madam of the brothel is giving the girls this big speech about how uh, they're weak, they're soft. Uh, she came up from nothing and had to fight her way to where she is. And men are all pigs and they, mm-hmm. they're just disgusting. and Don't uh, show no fear. They can't show fear and you can't look weak. And they expect you to do this and do that. And basically telling all these girls that they're giant pieces of shit. And then one of them, one of the hotter of the young ladies, comes in, and she's been worked over. Oh, yeah, she has. And we get through a, a flashback scene. We're going to find out that she was recently raped by some locals mm-hmm. uh, in a pretty, pretty brutal fashion. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, well, you got raped because you're weak, but we're going to take care of that tonight. Mm-hmm. So apparently we're at a strip club or a brothel, and uh, this is like the Day of the Dead celebration. So all the girls are painted up with the Day of the Dead makeup. Uh, a bunch of dudes show up, including the rape, rapists that mm-hmm. uh, worked over the, the young lady. And uh, there's also a bunch of other dudes there, but they're all acting like pigs, like slapping asses. And uh, no, having a, uh, having a, a man doing that. In a strip club? What? Unheard of. Yeah, all the women are worse when it comes to those man ones. <laughs> yeah. In a border town strip club at that? Wow. Unheard of. Shame on them. Gentlemen, please. <laughs> Use your manners. Oh, I say. Uh, they're being real assholes. And at one point, we get like a satanica pandemonia situation mm-hmm. where like the, the hottest of the strippers comes out and does like a Day of the Dead dance. Yeah. And then... Um, Right after that, she bites the nose off. We find out that's the one girl that got raped. Uh, she bites the nose off the guy that raped her, who happens to be sitting in the front row. And then all the other strippers pull guns and knives and bats. And they basically just kill every guy in the uh, 
the the club. That was yeah. awesome. You like that? Yeah. That was all right. I mean, not not much of a story, really. No, no. And I mean, for uh, some of those guys were assholes, but I don't think they really deserve to die. Yes, they do. What? <laughs> for grabbing asses at a strip club? If they do that to strippers or hookers, imagine what they do to their own wives at home. Oh, I don't think they're married. Or <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to marry these guys. <laughs> I mean, some of these guys look like they were in their 50s and 60s. <laughs> they're still hanging at strip clubs at that exactly age? Exactly. Uh, disgusting. Disgusting. And uh, that's your last segment, and that's pretty much the end of your movie there, you yeah. guys. What did you guys think of Mexico Barbaro? Not too bad. It was okay. It's the thing with anthology movies. You're always going to have better ones, better segments, and worse segments. So it's kind of hard to rate them as a whole. Yeah. I was really hoping there was going to tie in there somehow. That would be cool. Some kind of a situation where they all come together. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, would, what was your favorite of the segments there, Monica? Well, definitely the last one. Yeah? Yeah. And then... Uh, I don't know... If I had to pick a favorite, I think the Outlaws was my favorite. My least favorite was probably the Island of the Dolls because I just don't know what the what, yeah. what we're doing. What are we doing? Yeah, I, I started off liking that one a lot, and then it's like, what the hell just happened? What is this? The Goblin Rape was a bit much too. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I know yeah. that was your favorite, buddy. <laughs> my least favorite was the sister one. The sister, oh, with yeah. the period blood. Yeah, and oh, like see, it's weird that see if you get to part two, yeah. there's also something very close to that story. Now I gotta part watch two. part two. I know, right? You'll, yeah. be, you'll be really happy with part two. Okay, okay. We'll but check that you'll out. see the 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 simil- similarities. Yes. Alrighty. In part two. Right on. I think my favorite was the last one. Um, mm-hmm. the strippers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Oddly enough, I don't remember seeing any boobs. No, no there wasn't. Mm-mm. Okay. Now I know why all the guys were acting like assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I came to a border town strip club and there's no boobies. I want to speak to the man. I'm going to go full Karen on these bitches. I want to speak to the man. That's why they took that lady out back. Uh, well, I mean that. Eh. I'm not going to justify that, but still. <laughs> All right, guys. That was uh, Mexico Barbaro. It's uh, I found we found it on uh, Amazon Prime. You had to rent it for three three four dollars, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you're Miss Monica and you know people that know people, you can find it <laughs> other ways, right? I seriously was gonna give up. I was like, I'm just gonna show up to the show and be like, I didn't watch the movie. I th- I don't think I- we needed eight stories because that was a lot of stories. Two, two hours is pushing it, man. Yeah. Especially if there's not like a continuing storyline. It's going to be hard to keep me interested for two fucking hours. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. We're going long here. Uh, Let's take a break and we'll come back with some other stuff. Oh, yeah.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back. Any interest in visiting Mexico now, guys? No? No. None? Maybe after uh, Corona? Coronavirus is done. Maybe then we'll go to Mexico. I'm always down to go to Mexico as long as uh, we have uh, like a Mexican to come with us. So, <laughs> you know, speaking Spanish. Well, yeah. I mean, we want a translator. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I want to go deep Mexico. I'm, I only want to go for one thing. I've been to Tijuana many times. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't really need a translator down there. It helps. What do you? What's the one thing you're going to go to Mexico for, Monica? I want to see the Cheap donkey alcohol? show. There's no. I I have tried, my dear. Many. Times. I tried too. I tried asking the taxi drivers, and yep. they were like, nope. "There's no donkey show." No nope. bullshit. My best <laughs> friend has seen the donkey the, show. I saw a donkey show, mm-hmm. and what it was was a stripper wearing a donkey mask for five minutes. That my, was it. My friend's version was. He said that he went to the bar and, of course, you know, they had hookers and stuff there. And the one that was sitting next to him at the bar was making conversation and they got ready to present the donkey show. And he was, like, joking with her going, oh, is that going to be you? And she was like, "Uh uh-uh, not me. And then they brought the chick out with the donkey. Right. And she, like, went to town on him. I'm like, see, I want to check that. I don't know, man. I don't know that I want to see that. Oh, yeah. I mean, while I was there, it was something because everybody, nobody could find it. So it was like, oh, I'm going to be the first one to find it. So I, like you, I talked to the cab driver and he's like, yeah, see, see, I take you to donkey show. It's a stripper with a donkey mask for five minutes. Yeah. That was it. That's a fucking donkey show. She's supposed to bang a donkey, not come out with a Halloween mask on. Not, not be a donkey. And maybe they outlawed it I want to speak to the manager. <laughs> Are you guys ready to get into this week's Terror Dome? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. <laughs> I'd be crazy. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face, the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Welcome to the Terradome. Uh, no fights this week, inmates, as we have just closed out the preliminary rounds, but we will be announcing those fights and last week's winners. 
Uh, last week we had Mothra versus the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. With a vote of 11 to 6, you people have decided the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man advances. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. I like it. I like yeah. an underdog. I'll take it. Sure. Let's see what our matchups are moving forward. In the Inferno hmm. Conference, we're going to have King Ghidorah versus Megalon. Or no, excuse me, versus Big Man Japan. Uh, King Kong versus the Blob. In the Asylum Conference, we're going to have Cthulhu versus the Kraken in a very cool underwater tag team match kind of a thing. And we're going to have Bruce versus the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, <laughs> which I think I think this, the Marshmallow Man will win because Bruce is going to get diabetes from that, and he's going to just go tits up on that one. You know what I mean? He's, he's not. He can't process that much sugar. Sharks are not made to eat sugar, buddy. That's what it is. He's going to take three or four bites out of the Marshmallow Man. Boop. What does Marshmallow do in water? Nothing. I don't know. Does it float? I don't know. I don't know. Something to think about. That's true. <laughs> think about that, inmates. We will resume the matches next week. In the meantime... I might just have to throw Marshmallow in the water to see what I, it does. I, yeah, I have a quick I Marshmallow story. Oh, 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 yeah. we, oh, I'm sure you do. Okay. <laughs> Where'd you we put were, the Marshmallow? <laughs> when we or were like younger, we were all at my grandma's house in San Diego, and uh, we were messing around throwing marshmallows at each other and uh-huh. stuff. And my junkie brother was sleeping in the middle of the living room in a sleeping bag. And so we were just like throwing marshmallows at him too. Well, in the morning when he woke up, the marshmallow had melted into his hair. Oh, man. That's so hard to get out. We have to cut it out? He had to cut it out. He was so mad at us. And now he's a junkie. He was a junkie then. That's why he didn't even notice. (laughs) serves you right brother right Right on Uh, get at us inmates if you want the mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275 or on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com in the meantime we're going to tell you what we got to watch this week what are you looking at What are you looking at? Hell comes to Frogtown. Remember oh that one? Oh my god! Really? Yeah, why not? <laughs> it's it's silly. It's, it's a silly stupid. fucking I think movie. That's about what you were about to it's say. It's silly. <laughs> it's uh, it's a silly fuck. It's Rowdy Roddy Piper mm-hmm. who has to bang his way uh, through a bunch of hot chicks to save the world and get them pregnant. <laughs> and rescue them from weird frog mutant uh, drug kingpins. What else do you need in a movie, really? Yeah, when he's starring in it, it all goes. That was a young, muscled Rowdy mm-hmm. Roddy yeah. Piper, too. Oh, he I was loved him. built in that one. Uh, Skirt and all. Yeah, oddly enough, he was wearing like a weird front kilt kind of yeah. a thing in this one. Uh, Host from 2020. Oh. You guys got to check this out. Oh, yeah? It's streaming on Shutter right now. Okay. It's only about an hour long. It's basically uh, these uh, English chicks, I think, decide they want to have a seance over Zoom. Because it takes place during the corona outbreak. Wow. So there's social distancing and they're, one of them thinks she's living in a haunted uh, apartment, so she wants to have a seance. 
but you can't because nobody can come over, so they try to do it over Zoom. Naturally, shit gets fucked up, and there's some pretty mm. jump-worthy moments in there. Really creepy stuff. Wow. Uh, the giant Gila monster from 1959. Oh. Hit this one up on the Insomnia Show. Find that over at Patreon.com. Cool. It's silly as shit. This is probably the most wholesome horror movie ever made. I mean, it's got everything from Christian rock to uh, kids explaining why you shouldn't drive crazy. And uh, I think only two people die in the whole movie. Oh. And it's, it's a fucking giant Gila monster. Basically, it's a somebody had a pet lizard that they let loose on their kid's train track and filmed it. And then somehow made a, the rest of the movie around that. Oh, okay. So it's 1959. It's black and white. Wow. Who gives cool. A hmm. Yeah. This one you'll probably dig, Monica. It's called Black Mountainside. Have you heard of this? Uh, no. It's very Thing-esque. <gasps> Is this the one in the Arctic? It's in Canada. Right, in the snow? They find the weird um, temple. Yes. Yes. I like this, this It's a good one. show. Yeah. I liked it because... Um, That's how I felt, too, like the Thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Except, I, I mean, they, they, they toe the line between actual, like weird religion uh black magic kind of thing versus the possibility of just paranoia and some kind of a virus outbreak mm-hmm. but when they show the the thing mm-hmm. i don't want to spoil it but you, do, you remember what i'm talking about i don't remember the thing oh I'll, I'll I'll, i'm gonna have to spoil it for you it's a it's a goddamn deer that walks up upright on two legs and like talks to him and like hey hey did you go kill that guy yet no why not this is a upright talking deer i felt <laughs> that was kind of fucking stupid oh, it was a good show up to that uh, point because like you know supplies are going missing all of a sudden and people's stuff is getting fucked with and paranoia is setting in and they can't get a hold of anybody to resupply them and they're out there in the canadian tundra and shit like that but then in walks a fucking deer on two legs and he's like hey why don't you go kill that guy why not sounds like a good idea to me but see, I felt that was um, what? What's that word I'm looking for? Like um, hallucination, hallucination, deprivation. Oh yeah, um, you know when you're up high in the elevation. Oh yeah, too, altitude you sickness. Start, yeah, yeah, totally. I I don't really think that was. I, I would rather they just left that out. You know what I mean? I'm cool with it. I'm cool. I'm cool with the movie up to that point. When the guy looks out the window and there's a deer standing there like this. Oh, I I, th- I really think at that point they were just hallucinating. I'm sure, but up until that part, it was a good. Movie. It was yeah. no, I mean even after that part because uh, one guy goes on a, a like a sh- mass shooter type of a thing and Killing just starts spree. just starts mm-hmm. blasting the fuck out of everybody. Wow, yeah, because he went cuckoo. They were all cuckoo. Wow, by the huh. by the time. Uh, a pretty good show. I I dug that one. That's all I'm looking at, Monica. What do you got? Let's see. I checked out the Deep Blue Sea Part 3. How's that? Uh, I liked it better than Part 2. Part 2 was not good. Yeah, yeah. it was stupid. Yeah. So yeah. I I think this one redeemed itself okay. a little bit. That's good. Right um, and I always hate when they... Well, I won't ruin it. Um, <laughs> I watched The Rental. How's that? I really enjoyed it. Okay. It, uh, I saw the trailer. It looks like some kind of a hidden camera kind of a 
Yeah, but there's more to it. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, the shit backfires on the cheating couple. Oh. Yeah. Lure it. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I'll give away. Okay. Um, Open 24 Hours was a good one. Okay, that's a gas station, right? Yeah, gas station. Nice. She She had a boyfriend who was a serial killer, and he comes to find her, which she thinks that he's dead. Yeah. So I'm not giving away the ending. Um, I checked out that blood vessel, which oh, I really good. feel that was the movie maybe you wanted to see. Probably. With the vampires stuck oh, on in a, the on Nazi fucking, ship. No. Well, we got Subferatu instead. Yeah, I think... And I said I was sorry. I don't know why we have to keep bringing it no, up. No, I just think this was the one you must have wanted to okay. see. Okay. And the vampire looked really cool in this oh. one. Um, and I watched... Uh, Oh, I binged watch Dark Side of the Ring with the wrestler stories. Where did you find that? I wanted to it's check it out. It's on Hulu. Oh, is it? I was so, like, you know how you watch those things that traumatize you? Yeah. I was really, felt, I felt like sick to my stomach and just upset for hours after I watched the life story of uh, Bruiser Brody. Oh, really? Why? Yeah, because he got murdered oh, in a brutal way. Wow. And I just oh was all shaken up like I've been listening. Oh. I've been listening to uh, Crime and Sports. They recently did a, an episode on New Jack from the Gangsters. Oh, uh-huh. that guy is fucking crazy. Oh, he like legit stabbed a guy in the ring, pulled out a knife and started stabbing him. Damn. Oh, not like as part of the gimmick. The guy just wasn't working with him the way that he wanted, and he felt like. Uh, he's just gonna stab him so he pulled a knife out of his cargo shorts and started shanking him right in the ring yeah what the fuck man well if you watch this one i don't want to give it away of what happened because it was pretty good all right um i got to check out that new flick beneath us where the rich couple hires the workers from home depot Mm -hmm. and puts them under the house no social commentary there i'm sure <laughs> Horrible. Uh, this one I didn't get to finish. I started it twice because I couldn't believe what I was watching. It's called Dead Dicks. <laughs> Somebody else watched that. I, I think it might have been Troy, but they put it on Facebook, and I was like, I'm not going to watch Dead Dicks. I put it on, right? Because okay. I was like, okay, maybe it's just like Dead Dicks. Like the dude's a dick and you're dead. Or like a private detective or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> private well, detective. as soon as the movie started, have you guys seen The Relic yet? No. Uh-uh. Okay. So in Dead Dicks, you see a spot on the wall. And as soon as I saw the spot on the wall with an opening, I was like, God, that really looks like a pussy like that's a vagina on the wall (laughs) okay so anyway this guy i don't know how but this guy is suicidal and he decides to kill himself and every time he kills himself he is reborn through that hole in the wall the wall pussy yes okay so he comes out of it yes he comes out of it like a baby in the package and everything like jim carrey coming out of the elephant (laughs) so he he's a baby when he comes out no he's full grown okay he left off he comes out where he left off so you got all these dead bodies of him oh so he's duplicating himself yeah and he tells his sister because he's like i want you to see what's going on here yeah she's just like uh no way yeah but yes (laughs) I mean, it's an interesting concept. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah. Does anybody ever have sex with the wall pussy? Because I feel like that was (laughs) probably too big. 
Well, it's not going to yeah. stop me from trying. Yeah, it's too big. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got to check out the non-horror movies, uh, Palm Springs, uh, Desperados. Did you guys see the, the Antonio the Banderas? Yes, the, two chicks? the chicks that oh. go to Mexico. Yeah, that's a great one. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, nice. you'd like that. It's, okay. it's really good. And the Kissing Booth Part Two. That's what I watched. No. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, how about you, big guy? Uh, nothing this week. Alrighty, work, work, work for this dude. Mm-hmm. How about some immersion therapy? You son of a bitch! You're trying to pull on my heartstrings again, aren't you? Immersion Therapy. Dude, I've, I, what is it with the zombies and the, the, the touching stories all of a sudden? Oh, you man, right? Train to Busan, Maggie. Uh, fuck, just, just stop, all right? Let's keep zombies where they're eating people. And uh, I, don't, I don't need to see this guy go through this shit with his daughter. Right. That fucking sucks. Or, by the way, he did kill her at the end, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I got. That's what I got, okay. too. Because when it first came out, there was a lot of speculation that he actually killed himself at the end. Mm. No, I think he killed her. That's what I thought, too. He yeah. okay. ended All right. misery. Fuck, man. What, what are you doing, buddy? Are you, oh, you, you know. You just, want, you just want me to cry, don't you, you <laughs> son of a bitch? I knew it. <laughs> um, it's not a bad show, though. I mean, it's no, not... It's good. I wouldn't call it a horror movie. It's more of a... No. Like a family drama. Uh, with a very family tragedy, slow. very slow. Yeah, this and, was too slow for you know, me. Mm-hmm. We could do with like a like a zombie horde coming. Well, let's. You got Arnold Schwarzenegger. Why not have him blow the head off of something right? besides his daughter? Yeah, you know. Yeah, give him a Gatling gun or something. Yeah, I like it when the sheriffs came and then he was like right there. Yeah, and a little brawl happened, and of course she comes out. I think that was probably one of the better scenes. <laughs> yeah, and then he's got to give her up to that weird treatment center. I don't know that I could do that, man. Mm-hmm. I would probably fight the cops, too. Yeah. All right, enough of that shit. I'm going to start crying again. What do you got for us this week? All right, this week, let's check out 2006's Population 436. It's about a census taker is sent to investigate why a certain small town has had the same population, 436 residents, for the last 100 years. You'll find this gem on Tubi. Yes, sir. Check that out. We're going to do the same thing. Compare notes next week. First, we have to educate me and then Miss Monica. Educating Miss Monica. Yeah. My clues? I just got out of the joint because my uh, psychological uh, profile said that I'm actually a genius that was hired by another scientist to help him uh, experiment. And my parole officer is now going to come with me. My very hot parole officer is now coming with me to the (laughs) house to resume the experiments. Boy, are things going to get rapey and Mm. sexy in there. And that weird fucking machine up in the attic. Of course I'm from beyond. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. 
Wow. Uh, Tom Hardy got me. I think Alan had me. He just forgot. (laughs) Monica, you got some clues for us this week? Yes, my new clues. Oh, man, this is... Okay. A beautiful picnic proposal in the woods goes horribly wrong. He gets butchered and she is kidnapped. Well, New Year's Eve is just around the corner and these party animals decide to go hike into the woods and celebrate at this cabin. But when the sheriff shows up and then tells them to leave due to a storm coming, they don't listen. Now they are getting picked off or sliced up one by one. Somehow the sheriff has stumbled upon their den and they and there are body parts everywhere. The smell of blood is overwhelming and this pack has been busy taking out hikers. That's what you get for going into the woods. What time is it? It is... Yes. Blank, blank, blank. Yes. You are correct. (laughs) There you have it. I got her. I got her this time. That's not a very good movie. But, um... I thought it was okay. I mean, you have a... I don't want to give too much away. (laughs) But there's one quote-unquote star of the movie who really hasn't done shit since like 1995 and he shows up (laughs) and you can tell he's just phoning it in and doesn't really even want to be there and you're like all right wait which one i'll put it this way blonde hair or brunette brunette oh yeah yeah he he (laughs) could so high you can't even he could give a shit less what was going on and then there's a reveal at the end where he could, oh, well, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we got you, Monica. Uh, all right, inmates, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Join us next week for Veronica here in uh, Foreign Film Month, courtesy of Buddy. Yeah. Um, like, comment, subscribe <clears throat> wherever you found this podcast. That helps us out quite a bit with our visibility. Also, if you'd like to make a small Patreon donation, you can find the link at paddedroompodcast.com. For the low, low price of $5, the month of September can be yours. Yeah, but and, somebody pick it for us. Yeah, yeah, we're not very good at this, come mm-hmm. to find out. Uh, we also got all kinds of bonus content. I'm putting up more every week there at the uh, Patreon page, and so is Tim from uh, Horror for Dummies. Mm. He's got his own bonus Patreon show going on over there. Uh, other than that, I think that's about it. Uh, join us next week for Veronica. In the meantime, for Buddy, Monica, um, another goddamn Scream movie, Funko Pops. Uh, donkey shows reasons to and to not go to Mexico Uh, goblin porn and the padded room podcast I'm afraid visiting hours are over bye have a great week